Bren Othman of the Hartford Wolfpack is already obliterating the AHL. How long before the Rangers call him up? Plus, the Rangers have their home opener tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. All this and more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 920 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. So what did take a couple of minutes here, really the better part of an episode here to talk a little bit about the Hartford Wolfpack. Obviously, you know, this is a Ranger podcast. The main focus is going to be there, but you know, things happening in Hartford can certainly impact the Rangers as well. I know there's uh, some prospects there that people are, you know, dying to see play for the Rangers and perhaps none more so than Brent Offman, who I remain convinced is going to play for the Rangers at some point this season. For me, it's not really a question of if, it's a question of when. The one thing that makes it a little challenging is trying to find a spot for him uh, on the Ranger roster, but, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, and if Offman continues to play the way that he has these first two games, uh, sooner or later, he's going to force the issue, and he's going to be there. He was awesome in the Rangers' uh, opening night victory. They win 3-2 to two in the shootout. They take out the Providence Bruins, which is the same time or the same team rather that they eliminated in the playoffs last season. For anybody who needs a quick refresher here, we'll get to off in just a second. But for a quick detour here, Hartford Wolfpack last year, uh, they are a five seed in the Calder Cup playoffs. They sweep Springfield two games to none, uh, and then they beat Providence three games to one in the division semifinals. And then you have the division finals or uh, the round of eight. You know, they call it the division finals in the AHL. And unfortunately, they got swept three straight by the Hershey Bears. Bears went on then uh, to win the Calder Cup. But it was a fun little run for the Hartford Wolfpack through the playoffs. And, uh, you know, obviously they return a lot of good players from that team. Uh, again, though, one of the new players is Brent Offman. And he was awesome in this game. You know, the rain or the I'm going to do that a couple of times. It's not the Rangers, the Wolfpack. They fell behind uh, one to nothing in this game. Louis Domingue got the opening night start for the Wolfpack, uh, but just uh, a big time night from Brent Othman. He ends up scoring on the power play. Uh, there's, you know, a scramble for the puck and Wolfpack working hard to keep the play alive. And eventually you have Johnny Brodzinski with a cross ice pass to Brent Othman in the right face off circle. And Othman scores on a one timer, one to one at that point. You've got the Bruins eventually going up 2-1 to one at 11.36 of the third period. We get down to less than three minutes remaining in the game. Wolfpack still down 2-1 to one at this point. Uh, they get a power play, so they also pull Louis Domingue, so you get a 6-on-4 situation here. Uh, the pack, you know, they're scrambling. We've got Hollowell passing to Offman. Uh, Offman set up Nash for a deflection attempt. Uh, the save was made. Wild scramble in front of the net. Uh, the puck's basically just laying there in the crease. Uh, Jake Lecision was in there. He was working hard trying to, you know, basically stuff at home. And then eventually, Johnny Brodzinski with a shot from in pretty close. Uh, goalie fights off that shot as well. But it goes right to Brian Offman. Offman's in the right uh, circle. He delays for just a second. I think just kind of, you know, seeing what was in front of him and trying to measure his shot a little bit. Lets it fly. Scores 2-2. Two to two. Game is tied, which is 2.41 to play. And game goes into overtime. 
couple of chances both ways. I believe uh, the final tally here was the Wolfpack outshot the Bruins 6-3 to three in the overtime period. Uh, both teams came close to scoring a couple of times. Did not happen. We go to a shootout. And Johnny Brodzinski, his third season as the captain of the Hartford Wolfpack, he plays the hero along with Louis Domingue. Uh, Brodzinski scores in the uh, bottom of the first round of the shootout. Providence uh, took the first shot attempt. It was denied. Uh, Johnny Brodzinski got his try, and he ends up scoring on his attempt here. So Wolfpack up one nothing in the shootout. Uh, they go back to the Bruins. They get their chance. Uh, their skater does not score either. Riley Nash then went for the Hartford Wolfpack, and uh, he does not score. But then... You know, Providence, it's the third round now. They need to score to keep it alive. They're not able to do it. So the Wolfpack, just like that, an opening night win. But Brandon Offman kind of stole the headlines here with the two goals. And then, of course, Johnny Brodzinski, the captain, along with Louis Domingue, uh, coming up big in the shootout. So a nice start to the season for the Hartford Wolfpack. My understanding is that it got really chippy between the Wolfpack and the Providence Bruins last season, you know, all throughout the entire season. And then, of course, uh, the Pack eliminating them in the playoffs. So uh, there's a little bit of that in this game as well. You know, some chippiness here and there. Um, just a fun opening night win for the Hartford Wolfpack. And again, just awesome to see uh, Brent Offman, his first AHL game ever. Uh, looked right at home. One of the better players on the ice for the entire game. Wasn't just the two goals. He played very well outside of that. Very noticeable the entire game. But obviously a clutch goal at the end of regulation. And then Johnny Brodzinski uh, takes care of everything in the shootout. I also wonder, like, had this gone to the third? Well, it did go to the third round of the shootout. But the Wolfpack didn't shoot because they were up one nothing, And uh, Providence was 0-3 at that point. I just wonder uh, who it would have been taking that third shot for the Wolfpack. So that's something that we'll keep our eye on going forward as well. Maybe it would have been Offman. You know, who, who's to say for sure? But uh, in just a second, I want to keep everything rolling here. I want to turn our attention to uh, the Wolfpack's second game of the season. They won that one as well, 3-1 to one over the Springfield Thunderbirds. Going to talk about some of the highlights from that game. And also eventually going to turn our attention to Rangers versus Coyotes. That goes down a little bit later uh, tonight, Monday night. It's the Rangers home opener. Very much looking forward to that. Obviously, you Rangers were kind of hard luck losers, I thought, in Columbus. So it uh, just makes you look forward to the next game that much more. And obviously, I, I know I am. I'm sure a lot of you are as well. So we'll get to all that fun stuff in just a second. First, though, we got to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so that way you know you're getting a great deal without all those annoying hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL. For $20 off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. I gave Athletic AG1, Athletic Greens, a try because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. A lot of my friends were talking about it. A lot of uh, my fellow Locked On NHL co-hosts were talking about it as well. Gave it a shot. I absolutely love it. 
I've been taking it for about 15 months, 16 months, give or take at this point, and absolutely love it. Have to have it first thing in the morning before I do anything active, before I do the day job, uh, before I record this episode of Locked on New York Rangers or any episode of Locked on New York Rangers. Absolutely a must-have uh, every single morning for me. Uh, all great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. A lot of them also drink AG1. That's why I'm a huge fan. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and support energy, focus, strength, and clarity. It's a micro habit that delivers macro benefits and helps just about everybody take great care of their health every single day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That is drinkag1.com slash NHL Network and check it out. I just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And for the everydayers, you guys are definitely going to want to stick around. We got the Rangers home opener uh, tonight, so guess what we're going to be talking about in the next episode? Yeah, that will be whatever happens between the Rangers and the Coyotes. We're also going to be doing a little preview of that game uh, just a little bit here in today's episode. But first, I want to keep the focus, like I said, on the Hartford Wolfpack and their strong start to the season here. So Johnny Brodzinski, somebody that... I really like, I feel like Johnny Brodzinski was kind of a victim of bad timing this offseason because he had a really, really good training camp. He looked very good in the preseason games as well. Uh, Peter Laviolette said as much, and I think a lot of people share those sentiments, you know, people that watch this Ranger team. Um, unfortunately, the Rangers are just a much deeper team now than they were as recently as like two years ago, certainly three years ago. I feel like if Johnny Brodzinski had had a preseason like that, uh, say like three years ago before the Rangers, you know, really turned things around and became a contender again, he would have found his way onto the opening night roster. But the bottom line is um, there, there just wasn't room for him. They were only going to have uh, a 13, a 13 forward as the healthy scratch. And once uh, Will Cooley made this team with a strong training camp and a strong preseason himself, that pretty much uh, eliminated the chances of Johnny Brodzinski making this team, unless they did something surprising like, you know, move on from like Tyler Pitlick or Jimmy Vesey, put one of them on waivers, uh, try to trade one of them. You know, it just wasn't going to happen. So it's unfortunate, but Johnny Brodzinski, ever the professional, uh, third year as the captain of the Hartford Wolfpack. And he has a whale of a game here um, on Saturday against the Springfield Thunderbirds. He ends up scoring twice in this game. Uh, the Thunderbirds, for anybody wondering, AHL affiliate of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, apparently, this is known as the I-95 rivalry. So there there you go. You learn something new every day. Uh, I was unable to watch this game, though. I was able to watch uh, the Wolfpack's preseason opener. I don't know if you guys uh, were aware of this or not. I should have mentioned it on the podcast. So apologies for me not doing that. But for the first uh, weekend of AHL hockey, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they offered uh, AHL TV, that is, free viewing of any game that you wanted to watch. And so on Friday, I was able to watch the Hartford Wolfpack. That was great. Saturday, unfortunately, the Wolfpack and Rangers were playing at the same time. Got to watch the Rangers. They'll always take priority. Uh, I thought that maybe I could watch the Wolfpack on demand, but I guess, you know, given the fact that this is just kind of a free promotion the AHL is doing, um, you know, I, I guess that it, it just wasn't available on demand. So that was unfortunate. Uh, but nevertheless, it was nice to watch the one game. And, uh, you know, maybe at some point later this season, if the Pack are having a nice season, you know, maybe we'll uh, catch a few more games together and, you know, just uh, 
just, you know, watch them. And regardless of whether we do that or not, you know, we'll, we'll keep tabs on them all season because again, what, what happens there does affect the Rangers in one way or another. Um, but bottom line, as far as things that happen on Saturday, and I'm piecing this together through articles that were written, uh, videos posted on social media and whatnot, and obviously the box score. But it sounds like this is another really strong game for the Hartford Wolfpack, a hard-earned three-to-one win against the Springfield Thunderbirds. The other team that the Rangers defeat, or the, there it is again, the other team that the Wolfpack defeated in the Calder playoffs last season. So they start this season by getting wins over the two teams that they beat last year in the playoffs. Um, but the starting lineup for this game, you've got Othman, uh, Riley Nash, and Brett Burrard. And then uh, Connor Mackey and Mac Hollowell are your defensemen. Dylan Garan in net after Louis Domingue started on opening night. Garan played very well. Might as well just talk about that right off the bat here. Uh, he makes 23 saves on 24 shots. Uh, I'm still hoping that he gets most of the action in Hartford with the Wolfpack this season. That's nothing against Louis Domingue. Um, you know, obviously he's nice to have his organizational depth. And if anything were to happen to Igor quick and uh, the Rangers don't feel that Dylan Grant is ready yet, then you can call up Louis Domingue in a situation like that. But as far as having a future, like big time upside, or at least some upside in this league, and uh, at least maybe having a big role on the Rangers going forward, Dylan Grant's probably the guy. Um, the Rangers drafted him, so he's a homegrown goalie. And Louis Domingue's a UFA after the season. Doesn't mean they can't re-sign him or that he won't be back with the Wolfpack next season, kind of as a third goalie uh, for this Ranger team. But uh, overall, I think Garand, you know, he's he's the one that the focus should be on him, so to speak, uh, from this Wolfpack coaching staff. So I do hope he gets the majority of the starts this season for the Pack. Um, we also had Alex Belzeal. He got the first goal of the night with 34 seconds remaining in the first period. That gave the Wolfpack a one to nothing lead. Uh, apparently, Adam Edstrom on this play um, did a nice job eluding a check and then got the puck to Belzeal. Belzeal scores, one nothing Wolfpack. And then uh, they end up, it's tied at this point. Uh, Springfield got one back, so it's tied one to one. Johnny Brodzinski scores what turns out to be the game winning goal 402 into the second period. The Wolfpack were operating on a five on three power play. It often playing the puck to Hollowell at the point, and then uh, pass is made to Brodzinski. He's at the top of the left faceoff circle, and he scores on a one timer. And then uh, Brodzinski also added an empty net goal later in this game to give the pack a three to one lead. And like I said, two and zero start to the season. Uh, also of note in this game, something that kind of jumped out to me, uh, the Thunderbirds had six power play opportunities. The Hartford Wolfpack killed off all six of those opportunities. So uh, again, as far as, you know, starts are concerned as it pertains to your AHL team, I think if you're a Ranger fan, you have to be feeling pretty good about this. And one other thing I want to talk about uh, as it pertains to the Wolfpack before we kind of switch our attention. Well, actually there, there's a couple of things here, but one of those things is, the leadership group. Obviously, I've already mentioned Johnny Brodzinski, third straight year as the Wolfpack captain. We'll see uh, if he ends up getting caught up to the Rangers at some point or another this season. Uh, he had to pass through waivers to make it back to the Wolfpack this offseason after coming oh so close to making the Rangers. But uh, by all accounts, he's a true pro and does embrace that role as the captain, even though I'm, I'm sure he, he'd like to be playing with the Rangers. I mean, that's that's the goal for all these guys, and I'm sure Johnny Brodzinski is no different. As far as alternate captains are concerned, you got Turner Elson. He's in his second straight year uh, as an alternate captain with the Rangers. Also, Riley Nash, kind of the grizzled veteran and uh, guy that's sort of an NHL, AHL swingman, although it has been a couple of years since Riley Nash has played in the, in the NHL. Um, somebody that's, you know, a steady pair of hands, though, and a veteran. And then you've also got Alex Belzeal, who the Rangers picked up in free agency uh, from Montreal. He's the guy that... Uh, didn't make his NHL debut until he was 29. Didn't score his first goal until I believe he was 30. So he's got kind of an interesting story. And uh, nice to see him get a goal uh, in the second of these two games 
by the Wolfpack here. So that's your uh, leadership group. Not quite as many captains as the Rangers, but uh, they're not quite going the traditional route. The traditional route is you get one captain, two alternate captains. Uh, in the case of the Wolfpack here, one captain, three alternate captains. It's not really a big deal, but I, I just always kind of uh, find it interesting to see how these teams, you know, do it as it pertains to, um, you know, putting putting letters on sweaters. Um, one other thing to note here, the Wolfpack going to play its home opener this Friday at 7 p.m. against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Uh, they will then also host the Lehigh Valley Phantoms on Saturday at 7. It's been a long time since I've been to a Hartford Wolfpack game, and I'd like to kind of break that streak this season. And honestly, the way Offman's been playing, I, I feel like I should probably do it uh, sooner rather than later given the fact that Offman might tear up the AHL, might get caught up to the Rangers sooner than we think. So, yeah, if anybody listening to this, if you want to see Brian Offman, um, you might want to do it sooner rather than later if you want to see him uh, with the Hartford Wolfpack. But as far as Offman and him potentially being caught up to the Rangers, um, I'm sticking with my preseason prediction, very specific prediction, Monday, November 27th. Uh, the Rangers will be playing in their fourth game in six days. Uh, they'll be coming out of the Thanksgiving break there, although not really much of a break. They're off on Thanksgiving itself, but a couple of afternoon games after that. And I just feel like they're going to uh, need a spark at that point. And, you know, you could be looking at a situation where Brian Offman is the guy to provide that spark. I think by then he'll be putting up big time numbers in the AHL. So uh, that could be, uh, that's the date I have earmarked. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. But um, that to me makes about as much sense as anything else. Maybe he beats that timetable. Maybe it happens a little bit later in the season. But like I've been saying, I think it's uh, only a matter of time before we see Brian Othman with the New York Rangers. I'm going to keep everything rolling in just a second here. Uh, I got to talk about the Rangers and their home opener tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes won their first game. So I'm going to talk a little bit about them and what the Rangers are up against here. Uh, we're going to do all that fun stuff in just a second. I do, though, want to let you guys know about one of today's sponsors, and that would, of course, be FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's go ahead and keep everything rolling here. We want to uh, obviously discuss the Rangers home opener slated for 7 p.m. tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. I'm thinking 7.30 might be more realistic. Don't quote me on that, but, you know, these home openers, there's always some uh, festivities before the game. I just get the feeling the puck might be dropping uh, a little bit later than 7 or 7.09, rather, uh, when it typically does, when you have a 7 p.m. start time listed. We'll see how it goes. Like I mentioned, uh, the Coyotes are 1-0. They, they've only played one game. Uh, they actually went into New Jersey on Friday and beat the Devils 4-3 in a shootout. Uh, big game for Nick Schmaltz. He had a goal, an assist, and a game winner in the shootout. The shootout only lasted two rounds because the Coyotes scored twice. The Devils did not score at all. Um, so that's your opponent tonight. And some other notes from, you know, the morning skate today. So I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, Blake Wheeler right now is, or at least in practice, off the second power play unit. Second power play unit right now is basically the former kid line. You've got Lafreniere, Kako, and Hedl. Uh, those are the three forwards. And, you know, for anybody that kind of laments the fact that, oh, man, I wanted to see the kid line stick together, just 
keep all three kids together on the second line. And that could be your second line, increase their ice time that way. You know, it's something that's always on the table. I was kind of in favor of kind of breaking them up a little bit, though. And I really like the way the Rangers are lining up right now. I think these line combinations have clicked and they make a lot of sense. It hasn't been perfect, but overall, I think the results have been good and there's no reason to do anything different. Um, but, you know, for anybody that, again, really wants that kid line together, well, at least they're out there on the second power play unit together and uh, hopefully they can make some magic in that way. As far as the other two players in this unit, I mentioned there were only three forwards, the two defensemen, Keandre Miller and Eric Gustafson, uh, Rangers taking advantage of some of their offensive defensemen. Blake Wheeler being uh, off that unit is not that surprising. Maybe I, I guess a little bit noteworthy though. And I was going to say this coming into this episode, regardless, two guys that I think um, maybe haven't played their best. I, I don't think they've played terrible or, you know, they're killing the Rangers every time they're on the ice, but two guys that I think you're looking for a little bit more from, I would say right now, Blake Wheeler and also Capo Caco. Uh, Caco has been fine. You know, overall that the top line has played pretty well. Um, but Caco did have a turnover against the Blue Jackets, which eventually led to a goal uh, for Columbus. And Wheeler just hasn't been super noticeable. I think his line, uh, the Cooley Trocheck Wheeler line, overall has, has played all right. Um, there's been a couple of times where they've gone to that line immediately following a goal, and that line has given them a good shift, and in some cases, even created some scoring opportunities. But again, you know, Caco and Wheeler, it's no nothing for there to be a red flag about. Uh, it's nothing that's overly concerning, but I just don't think those two have been as noticeable as some of the other Ranger forwards through these first two games here. Like I said, it, it's nothing, you know, overly concerning. There, there's no reason to hit the panic button here, but you hope the two of them uh, get it going sooner rather than later. So we'll keep an eye on the two of them going into the season. Some other notes here from the morning skate. You've got uh, Ryan Lindgren is going to be a game time decision. He missed the last game against Columbus, and it really is crazy, man. Every time this guy is out of the lineup, the Rangers end up giving up like four or five goals and odd man rushes left and right. He truly is uh, the heart and soul of this team. And as I mentioned in our last episode, it never fails to amaze me just how important he really is. And this is coming from somebody that is a huge, huge Lindgren fan. You take this guy off the ice and, and things tend to fall apart a little bit. I wouldn't go so far as saying that they fell apart against Columbus, but for a while they kind of did in the middle of the second period there where Jackets were getting all kinds of chances and you know, converting on some of them as well. But there you go. Uh, Ryan Lindgren, game time decision. He was out there for the morning skate. He was back in his usual spot with Adam Fox. Uh, that would be the top pairing. And then he had Miller and Truba, the second pairing. That's basically one and one A. I mean, whichever pairing is the first pairing doesn't really matter that much. Then you have the third pairing, uh, Brandon Scheider on the right side. And you've got uh, Eric Gustafson back on the third pairing with Brandon Scheider. He did play with Adam Fox in the most recent game. But now he moves back to the third pairing with Brandon Schneider. And that, of course, means that Zach Jones will be the odd man out. And Tyler Pitlick back in for Jimmy Vesey. Um, it looks like Pitlick is going to be playing in this game here tonight. I'm very curious to see how this whole thing shakes out. Are they just going to alternate Pitlick and Vesey, you know, back and forth in and out of the lineup for you know the first handful of games here? Is, is it a battle just between the two of them? Uh, could somebody like Nick Bonino maybe a healthy scratch at one time or another? I mean, I think overall Bonino's played well, so I'm not necessarily calling for that. Um, but yeah, just going to be interesting to see how they mix and match here and try to keep these guys fresh. I don't think you want a situation, you know, you look at those three players, Bonino, Pitlick, and VZ. however you want to rank them in, in terms of like most effective player and the guy that does the most to help the Rangers to the guy that does the least, there's not a huge drop off between the best of those three players and the weakest of those three players. So that being the case, maybe it makes sense to have a little bit of a rotation going on. Um, you know, with Bonino, you want him centering the fourth line, but if he was ever out of the lineup for a game here, a game there, um, you could always put Barclay Goodrow at center 
on the fourth line, or even Pitlick has some experience uh, playing center. He's mostly a right winger, but at least a little bit of experience at center for Pitlick. So they got some options. And like I said, I'm just very curious to see uh, how this whole thing shakes out. My A lineup right now would include VZ in there over Pitlick. You know, watching VZ last year, I thought he was an effective player for the Rangers, not a superstar, but did a lot of little things well. Uh, Pitlick, I just got to see more of him. You know, so right now it's kind of, the default answer for me is that I've got VZ ahead of Pitlick, but my mind could always uh, be changed on that, depending on what we see uh, from these two players going forward this season. Also of note, per daily faceoff, Igor Sesterkin is the confirmed starting goalie for the Rangers in tonight's game. He will be up against Connor Ingram. Uh, Ingram going to be making his first start of the season. Uh, he has played in... I want to say, do I still have the stats in front of me? I do not, but it's only a handful of games. I think I want to say like 38 or 39 games uh, for Connor Ingram. And the results have not been great. 340 goals against average, 905 save percentage. Uh, and for anybody wondering, as far as history there between him and the Rangers, he's played the Rangers twice, both last season. He lost both games. The first, the first meeting was on October 30th. Gave up three goals on 39 shots. And then two weeks later on November 13th, Gave up four goals on 27 shots. So the Rangers really got to him in the second meeting. And obviously you hope for more of the same. As far as keys to this game, I mean, I don't think they have to do anything drastically different. The big thing to me is just cutting back on some of the mistakes. They were a little bit sloppy with the puck from time to time. And in a couple of instances, that led to some high danger scoring chances for the Jackets and or some goals. There are a couple of just really costly turnovers that uh, really bit the Rangers in the most recent game. Overall, I thought the Rangers played well, though. Um, and how about this? Stay on side. Nobody jump off side in this game because the last game, of course, for anybody that watched it, which is probably a lot of you, um, the Rangers, within the first 10 or 11 minutes of the game, had two goals disallowed due to going offside. It happens. Typically, it doesn't happen twice in just a couple of minutes so away from each other, but it is what it is. Let's just stay on side tonight, and uh, hopefully these goals all count that the Rangers will score in this game. Prediction, I think this should be a win. You know, obviously, I think the Coyotes, you know, they're a team that's probably getting at least a little bit better. They've been stockpiling just boatloads of draft picks over the last couple of seasons, so sooner or later, uh, that's got to help them at least a little bit, uh, but I do think the Rangers are the superior team here, and they should have, you know, some extra, some extra gas, some extra jump, uh, playing in front of the Madison Square Garden fans after starting the first two games on the road. So to me, this should be a win. I'd say the Rangers win this one 4-2. to And give me uh, a goal for Filipino and a goal for Mika Zibanejad. They were the two players that had goals disallowed in the most recent games. So they'll make up for it tonight. Give me uh, Filipino and Mika Zibanejad both putting the puck in the net in this game. And the Rangers uh, going on to win by a final score of 4-2. to I figure we could pretty much call it there, though. Thank you guys, as always, as always, for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.